1: Helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how NetScope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit NETSKOPE.com. Our podcast team is taking a break this week from the Daily News, but don't fret. You can get your daily dose of cybersecurity news at our website, thecyberwire.com. In the meantime, we've got interviews for you this week, some interesting people we've talked to throughout the year. So stay with us. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire.
0: We call ourselves a distributor for cybersecurity, but in our real life, we are much more an incubator, which means we we bring new companies into the German-speaking region and market.
1: That's Gerald Hahn. He's the CEO of Softshell AG, a German company. Our conversation centers on the differences in the cybersecurity markets between Germany and the United States and what companies should know if they want to try to set up shop and do business with Germans.
0: In the end, we earn our money with selling software to our resellers and they sell it to, to customers, to companies. Um, but most of our day, we, we do marketing and sales and PR stuff for them.
1: So take us through, what is the uh, current status of the German marketplace?
0: Yeah, so the German marketplace um, for cybersecurity is very dynamic. The market is very big. Um, What we know is the biggest security market in the world behind the United States with an annual volume of 15 billion euro a year. Hmm. So we think this is... For historical reasons, Germans are very sensitive with their privacy and, and data. Germany is always leading the privacy and data privacy discussion within Europe. And so Germans are crazy with IT security. They buy a lot and they try a lot in a conservative way and completely different to the mentality in the United States. But um, the volume speaks for itself. It is a very great market and it's growing um, incredibly.
1: And when you say it's different from the United States, what do you mean?
0: I only can speak as an outsider. I only can repeat what our partners and vendors from the United States are telling us. And that is that um, in the United States, companies, customers, are giving new solutions a try. They buy a solution for one year, and if it's not good, they won't renew it. In Germany, never would ever buy something for test reasons. They always want to test it for free, and then they want to play with it. Mm. And not only a little bit, they are really going deep under the hood. They want to know every single byte and how it works, and they want to know the source code and everything. So this is a very engineering focused country. And um, this normally surprises US-based vendors because a normal salesperson cannot really succeed here. You always need a very technical sales guy, an engineer with a sales mentality who can really explain within the first meeting how the product works and, and which parts are used and so on. And this normally is very Unusual, what I've learned for typical American salesperson.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. So, so what is your advice for, uh, say, an American company who's trying to tap into that German market?
0: Focus on on the engineering stuff. Be ready for really deep technical questions, and as more as as they can answer within the first chat as better it is, because this gives uh, customers the feeling that there is somebody who's serious and he can rely on. And most IT guys here in Germany working for customers, they love the stuff, they play with it also during the weekends and in the evening, and you can catch them if you give them really a technical um, motivation to, to find out more about it. Um, a sales pitch normally, Really does not lead somewhere.
1: Hmm. You know, we've got uh, GDPR coming up in the uh, in the coming year in 2018. Um, how is that going to change things for you all there? And, and what's your take on that from a global perspective?
0: Yeah, so GDPR is is really interesting, um, especially cybersecurity vendors are are trying to do with it. <laughs> hmm. um, everybody is telling customers that they have to do something otherwise they have to pay 20 million euro fine or four percent of their annual revenue and so on and they try to to scare customers but the background is that the gdpr regulation is was led by german privacy people Mm -hmm. and most of the regulation within the new gdpr law was already here in germany with the old data privacy laws. So it's not really new for companies here and they always had to deal with these regulations. So nobody is scared and most companies um, are already aligned with the new rules. Most companies so know that it has not so much to do with technical solutions but with organizational and structure within the company and so there is not really more sales or upsell because of GDPR. It more gave law firms new customers mm-hmm. because everybody wants to be sure that he really knows what's coming. And so the, the solutions, the technical solutions and products um, are not really affected by, by the new law.
1: It's interesting. So Germany's already there. Germany's ahead of the game from, from their position as being a leader when it comes to these sorts of uh, privacy regulations uh, to begin with.
0: Yeah, I think so, yes. Most U.S.-based companies expect results within the first six or at least 12 months. And this is very challenging. <laughs> not only because most companies are not really ready for an expansion, but... Um, for example, no German website, no German collaterals, and this is something what the German market is expecting um, to have at least a few um, German papers they can read. Everybody speaks English, but um, it feels much more comfortable reading it in German. So normally, the companies needs really month before they have a few German things online. And then they try to enter the market through the UK. And um, it's not because of the Brexit, it is because the island is an island and it always was an island within Europe. It is really completely separated from the continent. And so, also from their mentality, they are much closer to the United States than they are to the continental Europe. But US vendors always set the subsidiaries up in the UK and then they try to open Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Poland, etc. and it's not working. And after a year, they are super surprised and they give it another try. Um, so our suggestion is always set up a legal entity in Germany, hire a local guy, and then they take you serious. Then they know the companies that you are really serious with the market and they have somebody to speak with in their own language. And within our last years, we we saw hundreds of vendors coming and going and also succeeding, but we never ever saw a company succeeding here with significant revenues without having a legal entity and German employees on the ground.
1: So it's really important to uh,
0: respect the locals Yes, I think so. But I think this has nothing to do with Germany. I think it, everywhere is the same. I never would try to, to expand to the United States from, I don't know, Mexico or, right. or Argentina or so. Um, and I think this is a good comparison. Um, you need to be in the country and you need to work with locals.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. It, it's also interesting to me how you say that we try to set up shop in the UK. Um, I think there's a there's an odd thing with uh, with many Americans where we have a kind of a default respect for the British. Uh, we, you know, we love their accent uh, and so on. You know, and uh, so I think it works in that direction. And so I think maybe there's a false assumption that you know that's the way we should go. That's a very interesting insight.
0: Yeah, and maybe a, a last point and a very positive point is that our experience with, with Americans are super positive. Hmm. Um, um most Americans we, we have dealt with are super open, transparent, and they hold what they told us, even if we not always agree with each other. But they are reliable and they are straightforward. And this is what we really like working with, with with American companies and, and U.S. citizens because they are really straightforward, honest, and nice to work with. We have different experiences with other regions in the world, but this is what, what we admire most with um, Americans.
1: That's Gerald Hahn. He's the CEO at Softshell AG in Germany. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com/slash zero trust